Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is March 18th, 2021 in week 111. This week, 111. And as you can see from the topic, we'll be talking about the things above. Set your attention, your focus, your affection on the things above. You know, living in this day and age, there are so many things to distract us. But, you know, we seek this and we seek that and we seek that. And I know from the scripture it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So despite whatever is going on, we should remain focused on God through all of our situations because that's the only way that we're going to get through. And if you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm, a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, welcome back. As we always like to say, we appreciate you guys tuning in week in and week out to hear what thus says the Lord. And I don't have any other announcements, so without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Before we get too far in the message, we love to start it off by saying a prayer. So if you guys are in a place, uh, we encourage you to join in with us. Gracious Lord, thank you for yet another day in the land of the living, Lord. We thank you for all the blessings you give to us, Lord. Help us to never take it for granted, Lord. We try our best not to take it lightly, Lord, but continue to strengthen us, continue to uh, bring us up to new levels, higher heights and deeper depths. Lord, we thank you for just being such a great God to us, Lord. We're praying that we would just continue on this path of salvation, continue on the journey of righteousness, Lord. We're asking that you would continue to be with our loved ones, our family members, our friends, uh, those in the body of Christ, Lord, going through sicknesses, going through tough times, heartaches, whatever it is uh, bothering us at this hour, Lord. We're praying that you would continue to Help us to remember that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying for this Bible study that you would bless it to uh, be something to encourage, to help, uh, just to uplift uh, each of those, each and every one of the hearers, and not only the hearers, but the doers of your holy word. So, we're praying these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So Melvin brought it up. We're talking about thinking about the things above. We're talking on the things above. Uh, there are so many things we can give our focus and our attention. Uh, but what about those things which are above? And so we're going to look at that tonight, uh, starting out in the book of Colossians. Uh, Colossians chapter three, uh, and we'll pick it up. At verse three, excuse me, verse two, set your affection on the things above, not on things on the earth. Now, this is what we're instructed to do if we want to finish this race, run this race with patience. Setting our affection on the things above, if you can see, uh, and I know everyone that will listen to this video won't be uh, looking at a visual of it, but if you can see the image uh, there is a, a man staring into the heavens now that's not what we're talking about but <laughs> it gives the illustration of keeping our eyes on things above 
and the things above is Christ. Let's let's back up and read verse one. If he then be risen with Christ, mm -hmm. seek those things which are above. If we're risen with Christ, he says, seek the things above. If we're risen with him, not everyone's risen with him. Not all of us are risen with him. It's going to take us to mature, to grow up in Christ. For us to learn to set our affection on things above. In this life, we've only been taught to keep our eyes on things beneath. That's all we've been taught is to focus on the things going on around us. And that's good that we're aware. But there comes a point in time where it's necessary, it's beneficial for us to keep our eyes on Christ, to keep our eyes focused on God. The Bible tells us if we keep our eyes stayed on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace. If we keep our eyes on him, things above, he's above. Jesus came here and told us, he said, he's not from this earth. He's from above. Keeping our eyes on him. And so, as I began to think about these things, I began to think about one of the ways, now this isn't the only way, to set our affection on things above. This isn't the only way. But this is a crucial aspect of our affection being on things above. I began to think about us going to church. Now, I know a lot of people feel I don't have to go. <laughs> a lot of people say that when they don't want to go, Melvin. They hmm. say, I don't have to go. <laughs> you don't want to either. So, uh, Sister Rose said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise him. Praise him. <laughs> so, a lot of times uh, when we come into church now during the service we might be focused halfway we might be halfway focused because they're singing some songs we enjoy we're looking around seeing who's standing up oh did you see that dance so-and-so we're doing we're, we're looking at some things like that because it's exciting to us but as soon as soon as the speaker gets up, a deep sleep comes over us. We get real tired. And then you see a lot of times, and I did it before, you start doing the head nod. But you aren't speaking to anyone. Your head continues to lean over and your eyes slowly close. And then you pick it back up real quick <laughs> and you look around and hope nobody's seen it. <laughs> and this is something that happens all too often when we enter into the house of God. I remember growing up uh, and I was talking about this uh, not long ago. I remember growing up and we weren't I wasn't allowed. That is, I wasn't allowed to go to sleep in church. I wasn't. I would either get hit 
or told to stand up. I wasn't allowed. And now, as I've gotten older, I'm thankful for that. You know, as a kid, you don't really recognize, you don't really comprehend a lot. You don't understand a lot. A lot of times as a child, you feel this is unfair and that's unfair. Because in one place, Paul said when he was a child, he, he, he talked like a child and he thought like a child too. But as we mature and become risen in Christ with him, then you begin to think like Christ. Now I'm thankful that I wasn't allowed to sleep because I was being taught to set my affection on things above. I was being taught to fight the sleep. I was being taught these things that at this moment, what I'm being told is more important than sleep. I can sleep when I get out of here. But now, when I so many times when I begin to look around, so many people, and, and this is children, it can be grown people too. You see children asleep in church. Children asleep. You see adults falling asleep, trying not to, <laughs> trying not to uh, fall asleep, and sometimes they just don't even care. They say, "Man, I just go to sleep. It doesn't even matter." You see this go on. And so this creates a problem. Now, I know sometimes things happen. I get that. But now it becomes a pattern. And in doing this, we never learn to set our affection on things above. There's some things that are holding us back from doing that because when the things that we enjoy, the things that are exciting to us, we don't have a problem staying up. We can watch it all day long and all night long, too. No one has to keep us up. And so God is looking for that same. That same attention. Because it's important when we come into the house of the Lord. You know, this even happens, uh, and it's especially become bad in the day and age that we live in. Because now everything is centered around technology. We have Zoom Bible studies. We have Facebook Live Bible studies, just like this one. We have so many uh, internet uh, Bible studies and services, church services to where we say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to listen to listen to this. And I'm guilty of it. At times I have to catch myself and say, man, I need to focus. But we have these. Uh, studies over the Internet. And we're not even we're, we're barely even paying attention. We're barely even there. Before you know it, we're texting, talking to so-and-so about some things that aren't even that important. We're checking our social media page. Our attention 
It's not there. But this becomes an issue because God is watching. He's seeing this. Now, a lot of times we feel, well, so-and-so didn't say nothing. They didn't see it. But God, he notices it. And there are some things we're wanting from him. But we just are not in the position to hear nor receive it. Because for one, our attention is just not there. Let's move to Jeremiah 3 and 15. Now this is this is how God is trying to communicate with us. So we're in Jeremiah chapter 3 and 15. And I will give you pastors according to mine heart. Now this is what God said. He said I'll give you pastors according to mine heart mm -hmm. which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding which are these pastors these preachers are going to feed you with knowledge and understanding and so they're trying to teach us how to set our attention on God how to be focused on God, but we're not focused on anything they're saying. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the preacher get up and people say, oh, man. put the head down, man, here we go. It's like torture to so many people all because the preacher got up. Now, it was okay when the songs were going, but when the preacher began to speak, somebody said, man, I'm ready to go already. Somebody has to tip out. We don't want to hear it. So in doing that, having that type of behavior, we cannot be fed. The scripture here tells us that God is trying to feed us with knowledge and understanding. God wants to elevate us. He wants to increase us. He wants to do that for us. The song said, fill me up until I overflow. This is how he fills you up with knowledge and understanding. But we can't get it if we don't want to hear his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We cannot have our faith increased if we don't keep our eyes on the word. We need God's word. Even when I'm reading, sometimes I find myself veering off. Somehow I've gotten off of the, the scriptures that I'm supposed to be reading and I'm all somewhere else. I can't keep my eyes on things above that way. My attention is lost. The Bible tells us that God is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. He understands. He recognizes when I'm paying attention. That's one thing you'll learn. We should learn at least. Going through school, we should all learn that. The teacher recognizes those students that pay attention. The teacher loves when they look up and the students are looking at them, making eye contact, 
teachers enjoy that type of thing. If it's a good teacher and they want you to learn. Teachers recognize those students that's taking notes, looking back up at them, raising their hand, asking questions. That's how we set our affection on things above. By truly being invested in the word of God. In our spare time. Trying to receive something from him. Studying. He told us search the scriptures. This is what Jesus told us. He says, search the scriptures. This is how we set our affection on things above. Keeping our eyes focused on him, his word. His word tells us what's going on in the world right now. His word gives us encouragement. His word tells us what tomorrow is going to bring. His word does so much for us. We have to keep our eyes on it. Because his word is words from heaven. His words are so important. He said his words would never fail. They would never pass. His words will always come true. So it's so important for us to truly invest ourselves into his word. You know, we invest into a lot of things. We're invested in the stock markets. And you know, when people have stock, they're 24 seven checking it. Their attention is on it. They're getting the news alerts coming to their phones. I remember a guy, I think it was eight in the morning at the time. He said, what time is it? I said, man, not that much time has passed <laughs> since the last time. But he was wondering because he said at 8 a.m. he had to go and check his stock. You know, this is something that happens when we truly are focused. When we truly, he wanted to receive something. The man was hoping he had gained some money. What if we had this attitude when it came to God and his word? If we were truly wanting to receive something, truly dedicated to it, truly invested, keeping an eye on his word, going back, double checking things. Today, we say, yeah, this is right. That's right. And I don't have to ever check it out again. I don't have to read it ever again. I don't have to hear nobody teach on, you know, a lot of times when people have heard a certain thing taught, they say, I don't need to hear that no more. I already heard it. I already know that. So we feel we don't even have to hear a message on it again. But Paul said, look, we need to hear it again unless something slips. Because some things are going to slip our mind. If we don't hear them continually. So he said, set your attention, set your affection, keep your eyes on the things which are above. We have to keep our eyes on God's word. You know, when we go through certain situations. We find ourselves getting discouraged. But his word told us to trust him if we were to trust him 
we wouldn't feel so paranoid as we do a lot of times. But our affection has come, has become the things below and not the things above. We see that happen, even with Peter. Now, any of us would have, the same thing would have happened to any of us. But it's easy for us to pick this situation because we find with Peter, he asked Jesus to allow him to come to him on the water. And so Peter began to walk towards him. Now notice he has his eyes on Christ. He's walking towards him. He had to walk in the direction towards him. Because they seen him. That's what made Peter ask. Say, if it's you, bid me come to you. And so Peter is walking to him. But after a while, he began to notice the wind. He began to notice the sea raging. His eyes were on the things below, not the things above anymore, the things of the earth. And so this happens to us too. Not just Peter, this happens to every single one of us. A lot of times, things don't go the way we want them to go. Things don't go the way we plan them. And as soon as that happens, our eyes are taken off the things above and placed on the things on the earth. And so one of the things that one of the things that I uh, began to ask God to do, and I hope we all would, is to pray, God, help me in the moment. Help me when these things happen, because it's easy for me to sit here tonight and say, Lord, help me when this situation goes on. Lord, I'll never turn against you. You know, we say a lot of things, Lord, I won't turn back and I won't do this. I won't do that. But when the time comes for us to make these tough decisions, we find ourselves going back on what we said we do. And so one of the things that I've asked God to help me with, Lord, help me in the moment to keep my attention on you. It's easy as long as I'm not going through anything. But when the circumstances become hard, help me in those times. Help me in the moment to keep my eyes focused on you, keeping my attention on the things above. And so I want to read uh, another thing here. Let's uh, go to the book of Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, and I think it was verse, let's go to 38. 
because we're going to see a story here of one sister having her attention on the things on the earth and the other having her attention on the things above. So Luke chapter 10 and verse 38. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village mm -hmm. and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Now Mary and Martha, the two sisters, we're going to see. Now this was, they were, excuse me, they were the sisters of Lazarus, the one whom Jesus rose from the dead after four days. And so we're going to see something here. And Jesus is trying to teach us, set our affection on the things above. The, the scripture tells us in the book of Ecclesiastes, there is a time, there's a time for everything. There is a certain time for everything. You know, there's a time for us to sleep. There's a time for us to talk. There's a time for us to wake up and there's a time for us to listen. There's a time for us to eat. There's a time for everything. We have to keep things in its appropriate time. See, a lot of times we, <laughs> we don't recognize what time it is. Jesus had to get on us about that. He said, you can go around and look at the sky and tell the storm is coming. You can tell all these different times, but you can't tell what time it is right now. In other words, you can't tell that it's time for us to get ourselves right with God. We can't tell that. According to us, we are already right. But now, let's keep reading here. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Now, Martha's sister was Mary. And Mary was sitting to hear the words of Jesus. Her attention was on the word of God. Her affection was on the things above. All right. But Martha was cumbered about much serving. Now she's bothered. Mm -hmm. And came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? She's bothered by this. You know, people are bothered. The devil, <laughs> the devil always, you know, if people see you trying to hear the word of God, they said, man, there ain't no time for that. It's not time to hear the word of God. We do that one day of the week. You can do that Sunday morning. And after that, you got to get back to these other things. We don't feel it's time for this. There's always something else to be done. So Martha, she was extremely bothered. She came to Jesus and said, do you not care? She left me to do all this work by myself, preparing the food, setting the table, making sure everything is in its proper place, making sure the food is heated. Whatever she was doing, she brought this problem to Jesus. You know, we bring a lot of problems to Jesus, too. But we don't like the answer he's going to give. 
So Jesus, excuse me, Mary said, Martha said, you must not care. Do you not care? That she's not helping me do this? Uh-huh. Bid her, therefore, that she help me. She said, look, tell her to come help me. She's listening to you. Tell her to do this. Send her in there. I need some help. All right. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. This explains, uh, you know, everything in the scripture explains us. But we are so troubled. And we're so careful about a lot of things. Instead of the things we truly need to be concerned with. Now, it was nothing wrong with her wanting some help. But this was not the time. To receive this help. This wasn't the time. Because look at what Jesus' response is. But one thing is needful. Now, Jesus said this was needful. Mary needed this. And in fact, Martha needed it too. Mary needed this. You know what else we need? We need food. If you stop eating, you're going to stop living soon. We need to consume some type of food, some type of nutrients. God told us he was going to give us pastors according to his own heart, which would feed us with food, spiritual food. So now Mary is receiving spiritual food. She's receiving strength to continue on to do the will of God. She's receiving that. She needed this. We need this. We need this to set our affection on things above. We need to hear the word of God. We need to grow in Christ. We need to become a new creature. We need to do all these things. The only way old things are going to pass away and all things become new is if we grow in him. We have to hear the word, though. We will not grow in him if we don't hear his word. Faith comes by hearing. We say, I have faith in him. Then that must mean we're hearing the word. We have to continue on in his word. This is how we set our affection on the things above. By receiving the word of God. We all need it. God knows I need it. Hearing the word of God. So he said, Mary, excuse me, Martha, you're troubled. You're careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful. Uh-huh. Mary had chosen that good part. Mary, she's chosen something good. She's doing something good here. Mary is doing what the Lord wanted her to do was hear the word of God hear the teachings of Christ she needed that so he said 
Mary had chosen that good part. She needed to do this. And if Martha would listen carefully to what Jesus said, she recognized she needed to do it too. The food could wait. There were some important things being said. Now, I don't know what he was saying, but there were some important things being said. I know that much. All right. Which shall not be taken away from her. He said, it's not going to be taken away from her. Martha asked for Jesus to send her to help. Jesus said, I'm not doing that. Because if I do that, I'm going to take her away from hearing this. She's not going to be fed. She needed to learn to focus on the things above. So she needed to hear this. And so that's where we are. We all need to hear it. Every single one of us. So that our faith can be increased. We find the apostles tell Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. They made that statement because they heard something. If they didn't hear what Jesus had told them, they would not have made that statement. And so the only way we can grow is if we hear something we're not able to do. And then we come to the conclusion, Lord, increase my faith. I need to be better. This is how we set our affection on the things above. And so this is what Paul was teaching us, trying to tell the Colossian church. He says, set your affection on the things above, not on the things of the earth. We have to learn to focus on the word of God. So often, when God's word is being taught, we're not focused. We're not paying attention. Our attention is worse than, worse than the children. You know it's hard to keep children focused, especially on the word of God. It's hard to do that. But as adults, it's even hard. It's, it's almost as if it's even harder on us because we're not focused. We, that's the, as soon as it's time to hear the word of God, we're thinking about everything else. And it's happened to me. And so in these moments, my prayer to God, it helped me focus my mind. Help me to diligently seek you, seek after righteousness, seek after knowledge and understanding. And so my hope is that we would all feel this way because the Bible tells us he's a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. He'll reward you. He desires to reward you. So. I pray we would receive these words and not only be a hearer of the word, but a doer. I hope God has some people who are willing to do what Jesus said, not just talk about it and hear it, but do it. That's my prayer for myself, and that's my prayer for all of you. So at this time, I will turn it back over to Melvin. As always, we appreciate you guys. Uh, 
always. Uh, may God continue to strengthen you. May God continue to bless you uh, to be a follower of his word. So at this time, I turn it back over to Melvin. It's definitely, you know, a good message and a very important one, as they always are. And um, just a, I remember mentioning this last week, um, my 12th grade year, when the new Call of Duty had just come out, I stayed up all night and played that game. Sometime with my friends, you know, they, they went to sleep, but I was still up playing it. Knowing I had some schoolwork due the next day, but that's just where my focus was. You know, that's how it is when it comes to hearing the word of God. You know, this new thing is here. This new thing is there. And, you know, in one one place it said, God has made man upright. But man sought out many new things, many inventions. So that's where our focus has gone. There's so many things um, Tony mentioned earlier, all the technology that we have. And it's not doing anything but increasing and increasing, you know. So we definitely should maintain our focus, keep our affection and, and keep diligently seeking God, because we all know from the scripture that he is a rewarder. Of those that diligently seek him, but um, that's all that I really have to say on that topic, but I still want to remind each and every single one of you all about the importance of baptism and getting filled with the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. We, we we have to hammer on that a lot because that's the foundation of the true doctrine of Christ. That's where it all starts. We know when you, when you build a house, you don't start at the roof. You, you start at, at the foundation because there's too many people out there, too many pastors preaching from the letters that Paul wrote. He wrote the majority of the New Testament to churches that were already saved. So when any when somebody tries to say that they're saved and then they go to Ephesians and then they go to Romans, I know one place in Romans it says those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then in another place it says not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter in. And I know that that can turn a lot of people away because it looks like the Bible is contradicting itself, but it's not. Just have to take the context who is written to um, in the first chapter. I think it's the first verse of the book of Romans. It tells you who is written to <laughs> those in Rome called to be saints. So what we get our true salvation from is the book of Acts. Because we find that the churches that Paul wrote to, they were already baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts. So we're reading, <laughs> as one preacher called it, someone else's mail. You know, that's like me. Uh, trying to become a lawyer and I take all the prerequisites and I take all the, I pass the bar exam and then I get a letter in the mail saying, congratulations, you're now a lawyer. And then Tony gets that message and reads it. And he said, Oh man, I'm a lawyer now. No, <laughs> he didn't take the required classes. He didn't pass the bar exam. So that's what we, try to do when we go to these letters Corinthians Romans Ephesians and try to prove our salvation that's what we do we haven't taken the prerequisites we haven't passed the bar exam it's a metaphor we haven't done the necessary steps that are in the book of Acts 
because we find all throughout <laughs> two things that kept repeating. Jesus told Nicodemus, the water and the spirit. Peter in the chapter two said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. That's the water. And then you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's the spirit. We find Paul. It's so many instances. People getting rebaptized. I got rebaptized because the first time I got baptized, I was too young. Didn't understand it. Didn't even really remember if the preacher said the correct thing, which is in Jesus name. So I had to go back just like we find the followers or the disciples in Acts chapter 19. They had to go back and do it again. So it's very important. Those two things. That's what Paul kept asking about. And that's what your preacher should be asking about, too, if it is actual if it is about actual salvation. No matter how many times the people have heard, it, it's always important to say it again. You never know who's listening for the first time. So I pray that we all and you can even hit us up. We, we can meet you and do this. So I don't have anything else. Um, as I like to always remind everyone, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's always a good topic. I enjoy each and every single one of them. Sometimes we talk about the same topic as one of our Zoom Bible studies, and sometimes we don't. But we would love to have you guys there. So um, I see that we don't have any more comments. So I would just like to say we appreciate you who interact with us, and we appreciate everybody just for you listening. We definitely do love the interaction. Um, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to ask because if you have that question, then I guarantee somebody else has that same question and they may listen on the podcast. So obviously it won't be live then. So they may not be they won't be able to ask the question. But even if you are our podcast listeners, you can message either Tony for me or the, the Facebook page and we'll get back to you promptly. So never hesitate to ask. So that be all. Rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. And one more time, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. Hope you guys have a happy and safe weekend. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always.